Take it away, Britt. Welcome to Happy Hour, a weekly podcast that's about work, life, and culture. <laughs> Let me try that again. Let me try that again. Welcome to Happy Hour, a work, culture, culture lifestyle. and lifestyle show. Yeah. We're your hosts, Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. So happy to have you with us. If you're enjoying this episode or you enjoyed episodes from the past, please like, subscribe, like, and write and review. Yeah. Can you like a podcast? I don't know. I don't know, but you can download it, right? Says the person who works in social media. (laughs) All right. I love podcasting. Podcasting is the best. It's thrills and spills. It really is. I was thinking actually on my way here to record, I was thinking, I wonder if like, is podcasting my, like, is, is that the right format for me? You know what I mean? I think, okay, so I think it's the right format for me. Yeah. Because I'm too lazy to write things down. So I can't be a writer. Yeah. Um, And I have a lot of opinions and they need to go somewhere. That's true. So why not put them in your ear holes? And I mean, and I, I think a big reason why I like doing, I mean, uh, the biggest reason why I like doing this podcast is I just like, Doing it with you. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. I always so. get so cheered up after each recording each week. That's true. Kit yeah. mentioned this in our uh, little happy hour group chat um, that last week I started on this really kind of like low level and was like really upset. And he, he said he could tell by the end of the episode that I had been cheered up, which was true. That's cute. It's really sweet. That's nice. It's real nice. And how are you? You know, (laughs) I am so much better than I was last week. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm having a really great week. I had a bit of a stressful beginning of the week, but but now that stress is over because I had kind of two big events on Monday and Tuesday, which maybe that's the best way to do it, Mm. right? Have them at the beginning of the week, and then you're free to hang and, you know, be casual for the rest of the week. Yeah, but don't you find sometimes when I have stressful stuff on a Monday, Tuesday, and then it's over, I'm like, okay, I'm done. That's correct. Yeah, and that's it's like, feeling. Oh, no, you actually have heaps more work to do. Like yeah. probably four days worth of work now that you've done all that. Other, you know what I mean? Like yes. I get I get uh, a little behind. Yeah, I think for for me, the only problem was that I was stressing about it over the weekend, which is annoying. Oh, hate that. Hate that. We'll have to make up for that this weekend. Exactly. Well, don't mind if I do. Guess what, Britt? What? It's exactly one month until Christmas. Holy macaroni. Right. I couldn't be happier about and that. And it's also American Thanksgiving. Tomorrow. Oh, I thought it was today. It says in my calendar. Does it say today? It's usually the Thursday. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I thought it was Wednesday. No, it says today. Thanksgiving Day. Really? Norf- oh, Norfolk Island. <laughs> what is, where is that? That's ne- in near Australia. Ah, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay sorry. sorry. That's everyone. really funny. Yeah, okay. it's, um, it's, on, it's always the third Thursday right? Or the last Thursday of November? Or mm. I'm not really sure because, you know, <laughs> I'm Canadian. So. I really, I mean, like I've been in the US for Thanksgiving once, I think, and I really like it as a holiday. It's just like, it's very what's cute. our job here? You know? To eat. We eat. Yeah. <laughs> and we hang out with our friends. It's yeah. really nice. Um, and Americans go buck wild oh, for Thanksgiving. Out, yeah. It's yeah. almost like, I think it's sometimes a bigger holiday than Christmas itself. Yeah. In maybe, a lot of ways. Yeah. Like really, because yeah. they go wild and they and there's also like the whole black friday thing after thanksgiving the next day is oh, like basically yeah. their boxing day thing and i mean they also have boxing day because it's a very commercialized place yeah. but um yeah like i feel like thanksgiving is represented in more 
Well, no, that's not true. I was going to say it's represented in more like movies and stuff, but that's not true at all. Not at all. That hmm. is a blatant lie. Well, I'm okay. very thankful for the health of the people around me, yeah. my family, friends, and also incredible internet and podcast content. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Yee. absolutely. Um, I feel like this year we're allowed to start celebrating Christmas like right now, like quite early. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Advent. Yeah. We Ad- just, we're going right in. Although the first Advent is this Sunday. Oh, so is it? we're not that far off. Oh, yeah. I thought it was the first of, okay, what do I know? It's so there's four <laughs> sun, it's the four Sundays before Christmas or oh. the Advent Sundays, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's actually like I we're get myself one of those calendars where you get to eat a chocolate every day. Except you're going to eat them all at once, and you know you will. No, I. I Do you have? Could I, you? I've had Advent calendars before, and you. It's been a success. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I like the joy. I like. The, okay. Fair the enough. Moment where you go pop. Fair enough. I'm just thinking about you know your times <laughs> time. Um. Actually, no. I was. <laughs> I was thinking about you. I was thinking about times that I've presented you with, you know, some cookies and, (laughs) you know, in a sitting, you could eat four to five, you know, Mm -hmm. without even blinking an eye. Okay. So do you know, um, it was my friend's birthday. Well, actually it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Carly. Oh, nice. Happy birthday, Carly. Um, But she had like a little COVID style celebration on Monday, which was we all got burgers from this shop near my house and we walked and sat on the bridge. Oh, nice. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and it was super cold. So we basically just ate the burgers, drank a margarita and ran back to our respective houses. Um, but then as I'd had a margarita on the way home, I was like, let's go to the supermarket because <laughs> I love drunk supermarket shopping. Yeah. Um, and I bought, have you seen, do you know what a toffee is? Uh, yeah. Good. I call it a toffee-fee, however. I'm not sure what the correct pronunciation is. so fancy of you. Toffee-fee. It's a toffee-fee. (laughs) Toffee-fee. I kind of prefer that, actually. Um, Toffee-fee is funny. Yeah, so I got a 48-pack of toffee-fees, and I've already eaten, like, 30 of them. (laughs) So you're telling me there's toffee-fee in this house right now? Yeah, I was going to get them out for dessert. Oh my God. I'm yeah. very excited we'll have, about that. I also have another dessert option. I'm cooking Brittany dinner. And guys, you should be jealous. <laughs> it's going to be bomb. I'm really excited about it. Me too. I'm really excited. I'm terribly excited. Um, but yeah, Tofifi, I ate 30 of them. So that means there's 18 left roughly. Are you going to get a Christmas tree? Yes, for sure. Yeah. 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 There's this, um, I looked into this. There's this program company, I guess it's a pump company who's doing this mm-hmm. and they're selling Christmas trees, but they, they bring the tree to your house and Love it's that. in a plant, like it's planted still. Aww. And then they take it away after Christmas <gasps> and actually plant it. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Where is that? It's very expensive. Put that in the, oh. Yeah. Do you get any, is it like, do you get a fund? Are they, when you, what do you mean? You know, when you um, hand a bottle back in Germany, you get like 25 cents back. It's called, whatever it's called, I can't remember, but we'll put it in the show notes because I'll find it in my uh, in my messages here. But it is quite, it's like, I think it's like 150 euros for a oh, tree. That's annoying. It's so funny because after Christmas, <laughs> it feels like people just toss trees off their balconies. It's very sad. Yeah. And there's just all these sad trees on the sidewalk. It's It actually is quite depressing. It's like, well, that's the fun times over. Now we've got three months of very cold weather and yeah. nothing, no joy. And darkness. So it's like dark. Cold weather, horrible, nothing to look forward to. And then 
dead Christmas trees wherever you look. Yeah, yeah. And all the leaves have fallen off the trees outside. It's It's pretty bleak. And it's funny because this year, none of the Australians I know can go home. Of course. To escape. So I'm just, I'm like, I think it's going to be an interesting social experiment to see how many of them actually last through a German winter. (laughs) Because usually everyone's just like, okay, see ya. See you later. I'll be back in March. Yeah. (laughs) Work. (laughs) All right. What's our work topic today, Pem? So... We were talking about the idea that this, you guys have heard the phrase, fake it till you make it, right? Yes, I have, Penny. Great. (laughs) That's great. Because if you hadn't, this would be awkward. Yeah. Um, But fake it till you make it, I feel like it's either taken wildly out of context or it's used exactly the way it should be or whatever. So I thought we'd just have like an open discussion about the concept. Should you fake it till you make it? How do you do that? Yeah. Or should you avoid it altogether? Yeah. So my first thought is that I have definitely been a fake it till you make it -er. Oh, for sure. Uh, That's like my whole career. Huge. Yeah. Big time. Um, And so I do believe it. I do believe in it uh, for certain situations, Mm -hmm. certain times in your career. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do, of course, believe there are times you shouldn't fake it, obviously. Absolutely. Um, What do you, what do you think? So you, (laughs) you, you're a big fake it, a fake it till you make it or, which is a new thing that I'm going (laughs) to popularize. I am pro fake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pro fake. Yeah. Pro fake. Yeah. Fuck real. Let's have fake. Let's do it. No jokes. I mean, uh, I think it's really actually quite complex because Um, I think that basically if it's in terms of faking it for yourself, um, where you're like privately kind of pushing yourself to do something outside of your comfort zone or trying something you don't necessarily know exactly how to do, or maybe you're not qualified for it and you're just sitting there like, um, like giving yourself inspiration being like, come on, just fake it till you make it. That's awesome. That's definitely something you should do. Yeah. But then obviously when it comes to like how that might impact other people, then you need to be a bit more careful, I guess. Yeah, I really hate it when people pretend like they know something when they don't. It drives me bonkers Mm -hmm. because it's just like there's no reason to do that. And all that ends up doing is, first of all, I mean, for myself, I know that ends up just stressing me out. If I'm pretending to know something and I don't, I'm like trying to stay ahead of like one step ahead and like trying to follow what's happening. It's totally stressful. And the second thing is it puts a lot of pressure on everybody else, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and I don't like doing that either because probably there's other people in the room who also don't know what the heck you're talking about or the other person's talking about. And it's just like, I think one thing, that we do a lot, or at least I find myself doing a lot, which I wish I didn't do so much, is that thing where um, in business or in meetings and calls, a potential client, let's say, is talking and they're, you know, throwing in all this lingo and, and just kind of talking your ear off and they've lost me, right? And a lot of times, more often than I should, I just pretend like I know what the hell they're yeah, talking about, yeah. you know, which is not helping me. It's not helping them it's a nightmare. Why would I do that? You know, Mm -hmm. but it's this confidence thing where I don't want them to think that I'm not up to snuff with all of, you know, what they're talking like, but those are the instances where I wish I had the, uh, confidence all the time to just be honest about that and be like, Hey, can you actually walk me through that? Cause I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Or like, can you just tell me about this term that you use? Cause I'm actually not sure what you mean or, you know, I definitely do that. I know. And I love that. I'm like, can I just interrupt for a second? 
what is a PDHF? <laughs> yeah, you know right. What I mean? Yeah. Like, what is that acronym? And they're like, oh, that's something we've we've coined ourselves. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also when you do that. Every single time they're like, oh, shit, sorry, we're really bad with acronyms or, oh, shit, sorry, like I shouldn't assume that you know that, blah, blah, blah. They're never like, oh, you idiot, you should know this. Yeah. Um, so it's always fine. Yeah. But um, I'm going to think about that next time yeah. that I'm faced with those situations because it's really, it's difficult to bring yourself to admit those things, mm, you know? Absolutely. Um I think uh, especially like uh, on another wavelength, um, if you, let's say you're starting a new job, right, and you you know like 50% of the role but you've kind of faked the other half and you're like, I'll just try and learn it on the job. That's totally fine. And in some contexts you should actually fake it a little bit because if you immediately come out and act like you don't know what you're doing, then you'll lose the respect and the faith of people around you. Like your team will be like, oh, don't listen to her. She doesn't know what she's doing. So there's kind of like a balance that you need to strike with being humble and also learning fast. So, yes. um, and I also think one of the things that pisses me off most about faking it till you make it is that I think it's way too encouraged when it comes to leadership. Right. Like first-time managers. I used to have... I used to have these two bosses who'd never managed before and they were running a company in Sydney. They were really lovely guys, best of intentions, very smart, very good at their jobs, no fucking idea what to do when it came to management. And every time they fucked something up, we'd like, and and just by the way, anyone else fucking something up in that team would have been like, it would have been big, we would have gotten in big trouble. But if they messed something up, then they'd stand up in our weekly town halls and be like, yeah, you know, we're new to this, so we're going to make mistakes. <sighs> and one day I just pulled one of them aside and I was like, you are not new to this anymore. I've been at this company for over a year. And I put a lot of effort into getting better at my job every day. Management is a part of your job. Your behavior has outcomes and impacts on people in this company, including mental health impacts because of the stress you're causing. So I don't think it's really good enough for you to be saying, oh, well, we're going to make mistakes. You guys just have to deal with it. Yeah. Like that's where you stop faking it and you start like actually asking for help, doing a bit of learning, looking on YouTube, you know, like it's all out there. You just have to be aware of where you're like falling short and compensate. Absolutely. I have a, so recently I was, um, I'm going to tell a, a personal story where I think that I was, if I'm being honest, I was probably trying to fake it mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. um, because I wasn't sure what the right answer was. Um, someone had asked me about a kind of um, a, a topic that's a bit... It's outside of your wheelhouse. It's outside of my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It has to do with, you know, what I do, but something that I haven't really encountered a lot and I felt a little uncomfortable with the question because I knew it was like a heated, it was, the the topic was actually around um, like sexism and racism. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, immediately when you hear those words, you know, it's like, ooh, it's like kind of triggering. And you know, for some people in the in the group, some people are like leaning in to hear what you you have to say yeah, about it, right? Yeah, They're true. like kind of waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said something, like I, I told the person how I would have deal, dealt with the situation. Um, they were asking about that. And afterwards I got some feedback, which I really, really appreciated actually. And the person said, you know, I think that 
in these kinds of situations, uh, when talking about like sexism and racism, I would have preferred if you would have, if you would have said, you know, maybe that's actually not really my expertise or I don't have a lot of experience in that area, mm. you know? And I, I felt like I wasn't necessarily faking it because I was really giving my... How you would have dealt with yeah, it. Yeah, how I would have dealt with it. Mm. But when it comes to these sort of areas where you know people are a little bit more emotional about things or you know people are a bit heated, it's not the right time yeah. to be like, well, I would do this, ma, ma, ma. You know, and it's like, no, there are actually probably really good ways of dealing with those situations yeah. specifically. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was I think, um, tough. Yeah, that's I, I love that story because it perfectly encapsulate, uh, encapsulates the idea of like, there, there would have been nothing wrong, and we've discussed this, like there would have been nothing wrong for you to say, to be honest, like that's really not my ex, my area of expertise. Yeah. Um, and then you could be like how I would deal with it and maybe, uh, and you could be like it's never happened, but how I would deal with it is ABC yeah. because you're separating those two thoughts. Yeah, I think um, that's exactly what I should have done. Mm. Yeah, is prefaced it with this isn't, you know, yeah, I'm not an expert in yeah. in dealing with these situations, but oh, yeah. yeah. So lesson learned, mm. you know, and I think that I'm a better, um, you know, a better consultant for it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Or, or even a better person. I think we don't often say those kind of, I, I've seen this a lot lately because there's so many like really heated debates going on and not enough people are just saying, yeah, actually, I don't really know enough about that to, to mm. have an opinion or to say something about that. So mm. I, and then you kind of like reflect back and maybe ask the other, you know, the person who's asking, ask them about it. And yeah. it's more of a conversation. Yeah. I think those things need to happen more often. But that's a little bit besides the point. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I think it's right on the point. It's all about the fact that, I mean, like, the reason we're talking about faking it till you make it is because everybody right now is in the situation of constantly having to morph and evolve their, their skill set and their career mm. and their personality to fit the job market and yeah. it's a constant evolution. So we, I think that's an encouragement that we should give. Like you will be faking it till you make it for the rest of your career probably. Um, but I mean, obviously don't tell lies. Don't tell yeah. outright lies. Yeah. Um, and figure out like what are your little strategies for how you are going to make that a more comfortable process for yourself. So I had a little think about Mm -hmm. Got a couple of tips. Perfect. So, Love a couple of tips. <laughs> um, so I thought if you're like in a brand new role and you're not technically like ticking all the boxes of qualification, that's fine. Nobody ticks all the boxes. Mm -hmm. um, how are you going to onboard yourself and make it clear that you'll need support maybe on a couple of issues or topics? So I would just sit down in my own time and make a list of the stuff that I'm comfortable with learning on my own. So maybe it's like, you need to learn Photoshop. Well, I can teach myself that on my own. I, it's, I, don't, I definitely don't want to be reaching out when it comes to tools mm -hmm. um, yeah. or things like HubSpot or, um, you know. Complex. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just the, those sort of things like watch a couple of tutorials on, on your own. Yeah. Then make a list of the things that you'll need support on that are more sort of skill-based or more specific to the organisation. So maybe the organisation has a really uh, particular way of tackling that thing. Um, and then I would like figure out like how you're going to go about um, getting that skill. So if it were me, I'd, I'd find one trusted member of the team um, and I'd just say to them, look, like, while I feel like I can really hit the ground running on these things over here, like 
um, you know, ABC things, uh, then I'd like to be able to ask you a couple of questions about, for example, uh, actually, this is good, diversity inclusion. Yeah. Like I'm not, we didn't have a huge culture of that at my old office. I'd love if you could just, you know, sit down with me every so often and give me a few tips on what I should do there. Um, oh, and then I've got an example here, actually. Let's let's say uh-huh. that we've all just started a role at a management consultancy and we're all leading a sales team. Um, I might talk to my manager on the first day and say, like, hey, Christine, I just wanted to ask for your support on something. I've got loads of experience in creating sales strategy and rolling it out across teams. So the reason I've included that is because it's like starting strong is good. Yeah. Um, so I'm very confident with that aspect of my new role. But as I've never done performance reviews before, could I possibly track, chat to you about this when the time comes? I'd really appreciate your guidance on the topic. So like just, and I think people really respect when you can spot your own flaws in yeah. a way. Not flaws, but... Um, blind spots. Blind spots, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And people love to be asked for help as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but also if you just ask each person for one thing, it means that uh, that person won't be like, oh, my God, they're going to be leaning on me super heavily. Totally. For all of their job. Like it's just this one specific thing that I need help with um, and it shouldn't take too long. Like, you know, make it worth it. And you could also say like I'd be super help, um, super happy to chat to you about anything you want to want help with or whatever yeah. as well. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, so I had a long Penny, think thanks. about it. <laughs> Culture. I, I almost found myself actually mimicking your accent Culture. There. Culture. <laughs> culture. Let's go into culture. You go first, Britt. All right. Well, I've got it. So I've been thinking about uh, something, and actually my lifestyle t- style topic is, well, it's not at all the same. But okay, <laughs> culture-wise. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit of a, it's not about media. It's not about what I'm like watching or listening to. Mm-hmm. You've got that covered. I do, yeah. Penny's got some serious uh, suggestions. Yeah. So what I wanted to talk with you about, Penny, today is the kind of PC uh, culture that we're really subject to these days. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, everyone's really worried about being politically correct, saying the right thing, not saying the wrong thing. Um, of course, this includes a lot about like diversity and inclusion um, and things. And and the one thing that like, I think this is all really great that people are becoming more aware of what their words mean. Obviously, mm. this is good. But one thing that I'm wondering about, and I'd like your opinion on, is the term guys. Uh, so I use this term all the time. Mm-hmm. I refer to a group of my girlfriends as guys. I refer to a group of men as guys. I refer to a mixed group as guys. This is like a, a very, it's like, it's for me, it's second nature to use that term. But I know that it's kind of triggering for some people. Is it though? <sighs> Does anyone, re- c- c- I'm sorry, but. I have sat in boardrooms and been the only woman for the last seven years of my life. And there is no part of me that thinks that if someone walked in and said, hello, friendly people, instead of, hey, guys. Yeah. There's no part of me that would change how I feel about that situation. Yeah. It's just the dumbest. In my opinion, it's the dumbest. 
like of all the problems in the world, this is the dumbest possible thing and I refuse to entertain any notion that me saying anything else instead of guys would materially impact anyone. Yeah. (laughs) But like what about, um, yeah, fuck. I mean, I guess I just don't know enough about the topic to like to. But you do. You're a woman. Yeah, that's true actually. (laughs) Like I am definitely not offended at all when people say, hey, dude, hey, guys, hey, whatever. I mean, I feel like these are just... It's not a slur. No. It's just a term. Yeah. I mean, I I know that words matter. Like, yeah, for example, course. you should never say certain words. They're yeah. just completely not... You're They're not off the table. Say them. Yeah. But also we need to understand as a society that there is like, it's not black and white. There's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of nuance in conversations. And if we adults cannot see the difference between saying the N-word or saying any other derogatory term Mm. and saying guys, then there's something seriously wrong with us. And also I refuse to, I I think that we should really, I know it's very rich me saying this because I'm a privileged white woman, but I think there's no benefit in being, uh, identifying too much with what's wrong. Right. Or your victimhood. Yeah. I think it's really important that that everyone's kind of getting excited about what could happen instead of the minute details of what happens occasionally. Yeah. That's yeah. my opinion. I think it's really <laughs> different if it's a, you know, there's a guy coming in, a guy <laughs> coming into a meeting, you know, full of women and he's, you know, being really like broy mm. and, you know, like basically like talking about subjects where you're like, this is, this is a group full of women and you're talking to us like we're your dude friends, mm. you know, and that's, that's problematic. That's a problem, you know, mm. but yeah, I don't know. But me calling a group of people guys, I just, yeah, I struggle to see how that's a massive problem. Yeah, I totally agree. And also, can I just say, back in Australia, when I worked at companies um, with, uh, I, I've never worked for a woman, so I've always had male bosses. When I worked at companies where the boss would walk in, walk up to like a dude, slap him on the back and be like, I'm going to say the name, Burnsy. Like right. a nickname for that specific person. They 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 treat them like their mate. Yeah. And also they used to say, mate, like how are you? That burned me. Yeah. I was like, I want a cute nickname. Yeah. But unfortunately, I'm a woman battling for my sense of respect in this workplace. So you probably don't like me very much. Yeah. Because I'm not right. being all cute. Like when a guy is moving through their career they can be cute and nice because they don't have to ever push against anything, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. I remember one time our old boss, and all credit to him, by the way, um, some of the ladies in our workplace, this is a workplace Brittany and I used to work at, had mentioned that um, after company lunches, like the boys always used to walk away and the girls always used to clean up the plates. Even yeah. though... Some of those boys were interns. They were much more junior than us. They brought in way less revenue. Like it was really bad. And our boss said like, 
oh, well, I mean, like, I just don't really see how that's a problem. And I was like, okay, here are 10 articles from, um, you know, notable publications that will tell you why it's a problem. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks for sharing that with me. And then he made an effort to be like, hey, guys, are are you noticing? Guys, there we are again. Yeah. But literally, guys. Yeah. uh, Are you noticing that you seem to be just walking away from the the lunch table every single time? Yeah. And he would start cleaning up as well after. Well, he always did. Yeah, that's true. He always did. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. um, Yeah. These are the kinds of things that, yeah. So I think those are these problematic things. I think these small little deeds, I feel like almost, and by the way, feel free to, you know, send me a message on Instagram if you have an argument against this or you or you think I'm coming out this from way left field. But it's almost like the term guys is such a small, like there are way bigger fish to fry. I, do, I think also I've grown up in a generation where guys is not, a gender exclusive term. Yeah, agreed. It yeah. refers to a group of people. It's like folks or yeah. people or whatever. Guy, like uh, yeah. it just doesn't. It doesn't have that connotation for me. And frankly, I don't think it has that connotation for anyone. Yeah. Truly, I think people who are like picking up on it maybe need to get a hobby. To be honest, let's cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> my face, you should have seen my face Kit reacting to that comment. I already feel a little bit like we're going to get some feedback on this. Maybe we should though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I also think that uh, the context in which um, in my career that I have been uh, questioned about using the term guys has always been at companies where these people are highly privileged people. Mm. They're working in excellent jobs, professional jobs. Like they have every privilege imaginable. They're nowhere near the real muck and mire of like social inequality. Yeah. And so they're just picking on this dumb thing. But maybe that's them trying to make, because, you know what I mean? Because that's where they see it and that's where they feel like they can make a difference. Yes. That makes me sad because it's delusional. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) We have we really other, got into it. We there. really did. We've got other topics to talk about, and it's all of Penny's recommendations for everything you could possibly want to listen to, read, look at. It's going to be great. Yeah, because I haven't written my newsletter for ages. Oh, perfect. It's so, it's been sitting there. I've got this like really bad draft sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I really mm. need to just send it. But instead, uh, share it with us. Yeah. Cool. I feel like we've been like joking around about content a lot lately. We're like, why don't you read this terrible book? Yeah. <laughs> It'll make you feel good. Um, <laughs> but I thought I'd recommend some really good things. Yes. But, yeah. Quality so, items. Have you watched The Queen's Gambit on Netflix yet? Yes. Did you uh, love it? I haven't watched the whole... <laughs> Your response. <laughs> you didn't even tell Did me. You love it? I've, wa- I've, watched, I've, wa- I've watched the first... Uh, two to three episodes, and I do really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem that I'm having is the classic problem where my partner is not as excited Are you about serious? it. It's not that he doesn't like it; it's that he um, he he for the last couple of weeks he's craved something a little bit more fast paced. Where if was, I'm really loving this slow, ah, okay, you know, because I love that it's beautiful mm. and it's so well written. And he's like, been in the 24 mindset. He really has a new thing every. He really has. Yeah, yeah it's okay. too bad. Yeah, it but is quite I, slow. I do, but it picks up. Mm. Like I'm at this point where it's really picking up, and I'm actually like excited to watch the next episode. Yeah, 
It's really fun. It's really nice. You think it's going to be super sad, but it's, I'm not going to tell you too much, but it's tolerable. Okay. Um, plus, it's just nice to learn a bit about chess. I need to learn to play Right? Chess. Yeah. Um, and apparently it's very accurate in terms of like. Oh, the, good. The, actually, the guy, anyway, they like got the a really good consultant to work oh, with them good. On, cool. uh, on the show. Of course you know that. Of course you've read everything there is to know. Oh, well, it did pop up. <laughs> Um, also movies, you have to watch Goodfellas on Netflix. It's such a good movie. Have you seen it? Yeah, of course. It's so fucking good. It's really good. I know that's like an old news. It's a classic. It's a bit like my Jamie Oliver recommendation. A bit. Um, and then I found this album the other day that I haven't listened to for ages, but it's one of my favorite albums. It's called Visions. It's by Grimes. It's one of my favorite Ah, albums of all time. If you don't know who Grimes is, she just had a baby with Elon Musk. What Jeez was she Louise. thinking? Big time, what was she thinking? I Holy. Mean, he God. is just, he's a zero on the binary for me. Oh, man. Absolutely not. He's out of the. Even though he's now the second richest man in the world. He's and it, so crazy. He's so creepy looking as yeah, well. Yeah, really I'm creepy. Sorry. Yeah. But also, um, to, personally, if you're in the top 10 richest men in the world or people in the world, that's automatically a no from me. <laughs> Honestly. Is that so? Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine how deluded they would be? Well, of course. Yeah. They would just be surrounded by Anyone people who's like, just like, oh, you're such a genius. Oh, you're so 100%. Smart. You're so funny. Yeah. Like, I know guys who earn $1 million a year and they are the worst egotists of all time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. Exactly. Anyway, sorry to do that. But just so you know, Elon, we're not, we're not looking your way. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Stop. Sending me letters. Just stop it. Stop okay? sending me emails. <laughs> stop being so thirsty for the penny. <laughs> Can you imagine? Anyway. I would really love that. Um, and then another great artist, her name is Bat Four Lashes. Her okay. real name is Natasha Khan. She never makes a bad album. You can pick anyone. They're all great. But cool. they're all what kind of music. Well, she plays a piano and she sings. And mm. some of her songs are like poppy and upbeat, and some of them are really sad. Oh. So, okay. but you soulful can get the whole spectrum. in a way. Okay. Soulful, contemporary. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. I just realized all my recommendations are lady based except for Goodfellas. Anyway, <laughs> uh, books. If you've ever heard of Samantha Hunt, she's an American author. She writes really beautiful short stories and long stories, like novels. <laughs> this is <laughs> a long a story. Long story? <laughs> um, about family, love, and the supernatural. So, like, there's, it's not sort of boring stuff. It's like there's always a creepy, interesting element. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really recommend Mr. Splitfoot and the Seas. I'll link mm. all of this. And then, finally, this one's a bit more... Okay, it's a newsletter. It's called The End of the World Review. Um, and it's a really good curation of like very high caliber writing. There's some like poetry books and articles. You can subscribe for free. And basically I look at this one when I'm like, I need something really elevated to read. You know what I mean? Yes. When you're like, I want a bit of a challenge. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, that's all. Cool. <laughs> so we've got... Um, a couple of Netflix items. We've got some books. We've got a newsletter and music. That's why, yeah. 
all the spectrums. You can live like Penny for an entire week <laughs> with that selection. Exactly. You should put your Harissa chicken recipe in oh, there and shit. then they can really. I actually might. You should put it I'm in gonna there. I'm going to put it in there. Yeah. I'm cooking Brit a Harissa chicken tonight. Um, <laughs> and she's writing right now in the notes to put Harissa the recipe in there. Harissa's really, I was telling Penny, is really made a comeback. It's coming up all over my it's Pinterest. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Do you use Pinterest? Yeah, for recipe ideas. I do. I know. Do Nobody I does that Pinterest? anymore. Do you not have a Pinterest? No. I can't. Really? Yeah, no, I don't. Okay, actually, I'm a little worried because you <gasps> might get a little addicted to it. Brittany's face just got because, so intense. Because also for like for fashion, for like interior home decor, like you might go oh bananas. Goodness. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Brittany. I don't know if we should open up that floodgate. Yeah. I deleted Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. And so now I'm just like, what? Twitter's I've got also. So much time. I mean, Twitter, not Twitter. Um, Pinterest is also one of those endless streams. Oh, God. You can be on it forever. Mate, I read a whole book over the weekend. Like, yeah, exactly. That's, the, what, that's the kind of life you want. This is the life I want. Yeah. I, I need less apps, yeah. more non-apps. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> lifestyle. What do you know? What do you know? Here we it's are. the no app lifestyle. Here we are. Should you go first with app? With okay, lifestyle? sure. Okay, yeah. great. All right, guys. All right. We're one month out from Christmas. <laughs> And I'm sorry to say, but it's time to start shopping. <laughs> don't start now. It's going to be really stressful. And also… It will be because of, you know. Yeah. So just do it now. You could probably knock it all over in one day on the internet. Yeah. I've done this before where I had like all my Christmas stuff organized in like October. Like wrapped and ready. I'm not joking. You're so good at gift giving though. Like for me, I really have to go and I have to look at things and I have to browse and it takes me ages. Um, but you're really, you always have like an idea of what to get people. It's really it's aggravating. I'll tell you why. Because it's aggravating. I'm so glad you appreciate my gift. <laughs> you're going to really fucking like your gift. This oh, year, for by God's sake. <laughs> but actually, I did good. What did I get you last year? Oh, yeah. You I did, did good last stuff. year. Yeah. Okay. Good. Brittany's been kicking goals. Okay. Um, Okay, so number one, so here are my top tips. Number one, start now. The minute you hear this episode, just <laughs> shut the lap, just open the laptop and yeah, start anyway. scrolling. Um, do it online if that's easier, but do try to uh, buy stuff from like the same stores to reduce reduce shipping and definitely oh, attempt nice. to avoid Amazon. And if you're shopping online. Make sure you look at how long the delivery time is. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had something that's arrived in like mid-Feb and you're just like, too late, homie. I bought Crocs weeks ago <laughs> and I was on that friggin' website. So you I bought Crocs. I'm so excited about these Crocs. Um, oh, actually, shit. you know what ha what happened was I was watching, I saw a, a little vid of Zoe Deschanel, who's like my celebrity crush. Is she really? I love her so much. Cute. And I watched it and she has these hilarious floral Crocs. And I was like, I think I need a pair of floral Crocs. Okay, great. So I bought them, but the, webs the website <laughs> was all like in German. Balenciaga or something. <laughs> Seriously. No, they're not. Hers? I'm going to look it up. No, she wears like Crocs. Like she talks about how comfortable they are. She wears them all the time. Okay. It was a it was a thing where she was actually showing her closet, so she really like. Okay, showed. fine. Yeah. All right. Anyway, but she, uh, I went on the website on the Crocs website, and it was all in German. So I'm like, okay, great. I'm on the German Crocs website. I purchased and everything, and now I find out that they're being delivered from the flipping U.S. What the fuck? From like, oh no, Michigan and then you'll have to or pay something. The, pay the tax as well. It's a full nightmare. Uh, 
I wonder if I, I can also just refuse it and then send it back. Is that okay? Okay, because all right, maybe we need to take this off the air because I have some postal questions for you. Okay, great. We'll take it um, off the air. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, we, all I'm we saying. can't wait to see your Crocs, Brittany. Yeah. Well, we were all really worried about you last week, and now this week, <laughs> I'm bringing. She's I bought floral Crocs for God's <laughs> sakes. I'm doing just fine. Truly can't wait. I want yeah. the ones with fur in them. Oh yeah. My Philip got those. Oh, I mean, I don't. I think I respect him. My my boyfriend Philip has gone into full dad mode. He bought Crocs. <laughs> He's walking around the house in Crocs. He's going out on the balcony in his underwear and Crocs. <laughs> For real? Wear. Yeah, yeah. It's the middle of winter. I know he's crazy, but that's what a dad would do. You know, they don't feel Cute. the cold. Yeah. You better have a baby soon, so it all lines up. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, this. Okay, so that's the online world. Yeah. Check your shipping. Uh, maybe buy from all one store, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I love that I just skip over the key points. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, by the end of the episode, I'm always a little drunk. I know. I've had one glass of champagne. That's it. Um, That's all it takes. And then the, the alternative is to actually buy things IRL in real life. <laughs> so here's a little activity for your weekend. Maybe you just go out on your feet, you walk around, you see if you've got any nice like boutique gift stores around yeah. your home. You help the local retailers, see what's up, and then you can make some decisions. And yeah. don't be afraid to take photos. Then come home and be like, does she really need that? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something really funny, like that penis-shaped pepper yeah. grinder. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that we both said a ridiculous <laughs> item at the same time. Sex so thing. It depends on what you were like. Yeah, it depends on who, yeah. you, who whose voice you heard more, what, how ridiculous it was. <laughs> Just one girl in each year. No, but that's a really good point. Mm. Doing a little browse, taking a little step back. That would help me because I get very over. I love Christmas. I love gift giving, but I do get overwhelmed with it. Also, because you're starting now, go to your friend's houses if oh, it's yeah. not against the law. Have a look around. Because do you see any um, things where big fluffy cushions? If you don't, it's probably because she doesn't want any big fluffy cushions. <laughs> so consider that. Okay. She's, she's an independent woman. She might have bought them already if she wanted them, but she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> so don't freaking buy her big fluffy cushions. Yeah. Or do you, and, and another thing is like, do you, like, when I walk into my girlfriend's bathrooms, am I seeing like overflowing makeup bags and like 350 mm. perfumes? Because if I do, it means she probably knows what she's doing already. She's got heaps of that stuff. Yeah. So try and find the gaps. That's good. Not the gaps where you're like, oh, I'm just creating a gap so I can get you this random present. That's right. Don't create <laughs> your own gaps. It's really great advice. Don't fake it till you make it. Yeah. Um. So... Then also, sorry, this list is really gone. <laughs> sorry, I'm very passionate about gift giving. Yes, you are. Yeah. Um, so this is a year where you have to decide, do my friends and family want like lovely little luxuries that mm -hmm. they couldn't get themselves this year because it's been an absolute bitch to all of us? Yeah. Or is it a, the year to buy a friend, buy, uh, help a friend to buy a necessity? Mm. So like some friends might be like, fuck, I, they might have been complaining about like not having a good winter jacket or something. That's get in there, baby. Give them a Zalando voucher. Oh, that's nice. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. jump in there and be like, here's 50 bucks off your winter jacket. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, 
Sorry, I won't go. I won't keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but these are all really good ideas. It's nice. I'm not sure what direction, um, you know, I would lean to this year. It's like, I feel like people have really been, I mean, this depends, of course, but a lot of people have been really like treating themselves to luxuries a lot because, okay. I mean, I just mean like home at luxuries. home luxuries. Yeah, because they're like, I haven't done anything. Yeah. So yeah. everybody's, but like maybe somebody has like really taking a, taken a fancy to like baking or cooking or something mm. since being in lockdown, you know, get them a nice, I don't know. Oh, pan. yeah. It's like, <laughs> actually cooking is a really good topic in yeah. terms of if someone loves cooking, then there are some really nice things that you can get for different price points. Like yeah. a really good paring knife, a really Ooh. good set of ramekins, mm -hmm. you know, and that that comes at all, or a great like pan that you get or a skillet or something that goes in the oven as well. So yeah. many options. Yeah. Big time. Um, P.S. The sales now are insane. Get amongst it. Know, have you noticed? Right? Yeah. I have had to just not look at anything. Because it's crazy. I, I'm trying to be financially cautious. Yeah. Also, I technically need absolutely nothing. So. Yeah, exactly. Especially That's what happened when anywhere. I moved. Since I moved recently, I went through all my stuff and I was like, okay, Brittany, like you're good. You're good on stuff. You don't oh, need more things. Totally. So just leave it, you know? Yeah. Um, that's what happens when you move. Everything comes out from under the, you know, yeah. from the, you're like, whoa, where'd all this stuff oh, come I've from? Got 450 pairs of trousers. Right? Yeah. How did this happen? I'll my tell you God. what, though, I love that. Yeah, anyway, that was a side note. Um, okay, next tip. This is number eight. Oh, my God. <laughs> eight of how many? There's ten. <laughs> All right, everybody, strap in. Up quick. Strap in. So Let's I'm hear sorry. it. Okay, this is a hot tip. Go online right now. Mm -hmm. Go to thecompletist.com. Mm. I'll link it in the show notes. And just buy all your Christmas cards, wrapping paper, ribbon, all that stuff. Just buy it. So Have pretty. Have it delivered to your home. Go over the top, buy extra, and then, yeah, like, I've got Christmas cards that I didn't use last year that I'm going to use this year. I buy cards all the time as well. I it's just always good. Yeah. Always good to have one. And you'll thank yourself so much. And by the way, if you buy, I always, every time I buy um, birthday cards, I just buy five. Yes. Because then you just have one in your cupboard. So important. I'm very organized. But anyway. <laughs> number nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's number nine? Tell us. I'm really embarrassed. <laughs> okay. Don't be afraid to get a group of people the same thing. Mm. So, <laughs> now this is a really good tip, actually. So, like, if you have four girlfriends, you actually could get them all the same thing, but slightly different. Like, let's say yeah. you got them four scented candles and they're all in different, different scents. Different I, I, I knew what you were going to go there for. <laughs> I knew it. Different scents. Um, and... I know some people have a problem with scented candles. They oh, are love psychotic. Yeah, I mean, what that's your problem. Anyway, but one year I got my whole family a charity gift, which I probably oh. wouldn't do anymore. But I was really nervous about it because I was like, I'm not actually giving you anything. It's just this little printed out thing that lets you know that you have donated a goat and a chicken to a family in Africa. That's nice. Thankfully, they really liked it. Yeah. And the cool thing was that they sent a picture of the actual goat, like the charity did. Cute. So you could see the goat that you were, and the goat was like the top ticket item. That's really cute. I okay. love that. I'm done. Is that it? Yeah. I, number 10 was number 10 charity. Was actually, I could just, uh, it was part of it the It was meddled nine. into number nine. Yeah. <laughs> 
great. <laughs> Thanks for all the, the so Christmas sorry. shopping tips, Pen. Oh <laughs> We've got that's gotta be part of our title, something about Christmas shopping. But yeah. don't you think it's so much harder to buy for boys than for girls? A hundred percent. I'm like, shirt, socks, hat. What yeah. else do you guys need? I'm not <sighs> gonna meddle with your cables or your technology. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I still don't uh, know. I never know what I'm gonna get any boy in my life. I'm like, oh gosh. I tell you what Alcohol? you do with boys. <laughs> you walk them into, I do this all the time. I forcefully walk them into shops. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Do you like it? And they're like, no. And I'm like, good. What about that? <laughs> there you go. And I'm right? like holding their head and I'm like, yeah. what about this? So speaking of boys, I have, so I'd like to ask <laughs> you a question, wait to Penny. See what you're going to say. Okay. What do you do when you find out, I mean, there's not much you can do, but what do you do if you find out that a guy that you dated, and let me just say, I'd like to preface this, that I dated him, first of all, a long time ago. Okay. I and know second exactly of all, who you're talking about. Maybe. <laughs> second of all, very briefly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you do if this guy, and, and you, you actually, you know, well, you you like him in general, right? Has he come back? No. So, uh, who are you talking? I'm so confused know. who you're talking about. <laughs> okay, you're sorry. definitely not talking about who I'm talking oh about. Oh my god, I can't. That wait. is hilarious. Afterwards, I'm okay. gonna have to find you dated out. Dated a guy very briefly, briefly, he- long time ago, mm-hmm. and now um, on social media, I've found out that he is like a full blown conspiracy theorist. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Oh, 2020. What blessed the, us with many honestly, gifts. right? It's like mm. it's crazy. It's so weird to me. Like, and that it was is really hilarious. Like, I know that there are there are a lot of you know conspiracy theorists out there. People who are especially in these times, like when people are kind of down and out, they really look for meaning, meaning, and yeah. and you know uh, the question, the answer to why mm. why this is happening or whatever. Right? Uh, tell me about it. And so I don't. It's not that I think it's so crazy that someone would become, but I'm just like. Wow, I, I'm, uh, I'm just surprised, you know. Like it came out of left field for me, you know, because he was always like funny and nice, and I was kind of, I was, we, we were like friends after we dated for a very, like really, we dated quite briefly, oh, but shit. like we were friends after and everything, you know. I got into a full blown debate with him over you on did? it. Yeah, I know, and that's surprising as well because I usually don't even entertain these kinds of things. Oh God, I see. But that I was sort of so surprised. Think, oh dear. Yeah. Mm. Oh dear is right. Mm, that's what it. do you even do with that? And, and, and even tab. I was being very uh like the way I approached it, I was being very open-minded, mm. as in I wasn't being like, oh my God, you're a conspiracy theorist. Mm. But I kind of uh, you know, I made a joke to start and was like, oh my gosh, like don't tell me you're a corona denier. It was about corona, obviously. Oh, fuck. Okay. And then it was like this whole thing and whatever, and I am. <laughs> I promised him that I would look into some things, even though, of course, I'm, I've already, like, look into I'm some- not looking, like, as in looking, look into some conspiracy theories, as in to, like, open my mind to new media. I'm like, oh, man, it's just, cr- it's a wild it's a shame, world. It? It's, it's a, a shame. shame. Yeah. Maybe he'll come around, you know? I doubt it. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, because the more, the, the dangerous thing about this is the more that you read about this conspiracy theory. The more it makes sense. Well, the, first of all, the more it oh, makes sorry. sense. Yeah. Second of all, the more you're going to be fed about, like YouTube knows oh, now yeah. what you've watched and they're just going to feed you more of that shit. Yeah. It's crazy. That's a anyway, shame, isn't it? It was really surprising. Yeah. I feel like 
Ugh, I mean, I could really waffle on about this. I know. We don't even need to as- approach it, but just know that like this year, it's crazy. Mm. Like people are coming out of nowhere with their, you know, super wild ideas and mm. like, oh man, I don't know. I just- It's just trying to make sense of the world. Exactly. Everybody's think, doing that. I mean, like one of the things that um, really interests me is the idea that uh, Facebook and Amazon and Google and so on and Apple are listening to our conversations on our phones. Yeah. And that interests me because um, <laughs> there's actually like a hundred million better and more effective. So so basically they're not, okay? Yeah. They're, they're just not. There's a hundred million more effective ways to find out about our behaviours more so than what we say. So actually yeah. like your Google search history is way more telling about who you are politically, who you are culturally, who you are socially, your beliefs, your religion, whatever. Yeah. Google knows everything about you already. It doesn't need to listen to you. Exactly. Secondly, that would be so profoundly illegal. Yeah. Like they would actually probably potentially be shut down yeah. if they were doing something like that. Well, what I always think about when it comes to things like this, these conspiracy theories, I think about how many people would have to be turning a blind eye yeah. to something really horrible yeah. in order for this to actually happen? Mm-hmm. And it's usually a lot of people. Exactly. And yeah. it's just unrealistic. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, like, okay, so people are always like, oh, well, I was, here's how it works, right? I'm with Brittany right now. She's in my kitchen. Her and I are talking about scented candles. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about scented candles because Brittany two days ago, bought a new scented candle. Yeah. So our phones our phones are talking to each other. They're, we're in the same location. Yeah. So our phones are saying to each other, oh, because Penny and Brittany are in a very similar demographic of mid-30s. Oh, sorry, you're in the low 30s. I'm in the mid. Uh, white women, certain <laughs> professional class, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They're sitting together for a couple of hours on a Wednesday night. It's possible that Penny would also like a scented candle. So I having not searched scented candles, I'm like, tomorrow I get this thing on my phone and I'm like, why am I getting ads for scented candles? They're listening. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, kind of, but not no, no, I'm two saying, hours. I'm yeah. saying that that's what people will think. It's yeah. like, well, we were talking about it, so there yeah. we go. But exactly. actually, you, yeah, that's exactly. not the case. Or, uh, for example, like I get ads for vitamins. Like, oh, you know, like right. maybe, have you got a cold? You've got vitamins. And maybe that's because a lot of people in my location have the flu. Yeah. Like there's a lot of location data that goes into this. So uh, I completely understand how people can feel like your phones are listening to you. Yeah. But that is, do you know how illegal that is? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And like people would stop buying the phones if they felt like they were being listened to. Well, actually that's not true. We let Big companies ruin our lives yeah. all the time. It's true. We're yeah. like, come at me. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Take my personal data. Exactly. <laughs> God, we've covered about a bajillion subjects Have today, we Pen. Ever? I'm happy about that. Guess what, Brittany? What, Penny? This is, oh no, not this is, but you are born in. The year of the dragon. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. But Are you only, fucking serious? I Do only you know, know how auspicious that is? I only know this because you've told me this before. Oh, fuck. 
Guess what year I'm born in, guys? The year of… The rat. The rat! <laughs> you know what? I feel like this actually perfectly demonstrates our friendship. It's hilarious. Brittany, the dragon. <laughs> Penny, the rat. Do you know? And un, like, you know, friends, <laughs> even though you, you wouldn't imagine they You're would ever the be sky, friends. I'm in the gutter. <laughs> Jokes. I'm actually quite a perfectly nice person. You really but, um, are. Yeah. Yeah. That's but also, funny. do you know how to say rat in Latin? No. Rattus, rattus. Rattus, rattus, twice. Yeah. Rattus, rattus. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What about dragon in Latin? How about that? Don't know. I'll Got quickly nothing. look it up. <laughs> quickly look it up. And while Penny looks that up, I would just like to personally thank every single one of you who listened to the end of this episode. Because, I mean, we were bringing the energy. So, you know, I'm not surprised if you listened to the end. But also, it was a bit of a long episode. Um, I think people like the long episodes. Okay. That's because I'm a narcissist. (laughs) Um, One quick thing. Uh It's Draco. Draco. Of course. Um, Draco Malfoy. And also just a quick sign off. The high-low is finished. Yeah. It's finishing. That's which really… Which is… Makes me sad as a person. It's another podcast, by the way. It's another, it's another podcast. Makes me sad as a person. I'm because sorry. I, it, it's significant to my history. But it makes me happy as a podcaster because I feel like we could just fill that gap. We can no totally problem. fill that gap. I was thinking the they same thing. half a million listeners per episode… I think we're ready for that kind they of get fame. half a million listeners yeah. per episode. Yeah, they're one of the highest rating shows. Wow. Yeah, that's why they're, they're like, I don't even need to do this anymore. I'm rich. Yeah, exactly. I'm out of here. I'm proud of them. That's really cool. Bye, Tully and Pandora. Goodbye. Wow, we've hit an hour. We gotta yeah, go now. We gotta go now. Don't be a dick. Hey, everybody, don't be a dick. Don't we hit an dick. hour. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> we're really sorry. We're sorry. Bye. We gotta go. Bye. 